Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Cassie Burgos podcast. Um, so I guess there's a trend where people share their birth stories and it's not really something I've ever done before. So I thought that I would share Bella's birth story with you guys as I'm holding her. She's staring at me with her big, beautiful blue eyes. Hi, baby. Big smiles. <laughs> Anyways, so, um... As I like to go around and tell everybody, Bella was my oopsie baby. And she was a really big oopsie. Um, such a surprise. You know, the, the other two girls were planned. Um, I mean, I got pregnant a lot faster with both of them than I expected. But they were definitely planned. So with Bella, I had no clue that I was actually pregnant. And so Bobby and I um, were running errands. And I said, hey, let's stop by Target. Um, I just want to like take a test just because I just want to know that I'm not pregnant because I really knew I was not pregnant, but I wanted peace of mind. So we go to Target, get a test, and I'm so convinced that there's no way I'm actually pregnant that I just take the test in the, the Target bathroom. So I rip open, you know, the test and pee on it and it says positive and I literally leave like a mess in the Target bathroom and I rush out of there and like scream before I even reach Bobby. I'm pregnant, holding out the test, like just a total psychopath. And then because I just was convinced that there's no way that's true, um, I made him take me to like the 99 cent store and buy four more tests, like three different brands of tests. And I took all of them and they were all positive. So I was definitely pregnant definitely shocked. Um, I don't know. It was hard. It was like the whole pregnancy. It was kind of like, duh, obviously I'm pregnant, but it just, it just didn't feel real. It was just like, there's no freaking way I'm having another baby. Um, and then my sister with her babies had taken a blood test to see what she was having. And so she told me like, go take the blood test. Let's see what you're having. And then it was like another girl. And I thought, oh my God, what am I going to do with three girls? Um, so it's just been hard for me to wrap my, my head around it. Um, I, it's so hard when you say a baby is unplanned or, you know, an oopsie or what, however, you know, whatever kind way you want to word it, whatever. But when you're not expecting it, it's, it's such a, like, it's a slap in the face because it's the hugest responsibility. There's nothing harder than having a baby. I mean, you're forced to just keep this little thing alive and, I really, I was not ready for that at all. And I also wasn't ready for how sick I was my whole pregnancy. I mean, maybe the last two months I wasn't throwing up, but I threw up the whole pregnancy. I mean, I had a ton of UTIs for some reason. I never had that problem with my other babies. Had to take a crap load of antibiotics. Like I'm still having a lot of issues with my gut. It was just hard. The whole process was really hard. Um, so about four, four or five months into the pregnancy, when I would go in for checkups, my blood pressure was spiking. Um, and so I had to do a bunch of testing, you know, taking, um, you have to like pee in a jug at home for 24 hours and they test it, you know, to see if maybe you have preeclampsia. So I didn't luckily. Um, but every time I'd go in, it was, it would spike. And then I would stay at the doctor's until it came back down. Um, towards the end of my pregnancy, I want to say I had a checkup at 38 weeks and it was really high. So the doctor, you know, leaves and comes back in and she said, Oh, you earned yourself a, a visit to, um, 
the um, um, uh, labor and delivery. And I looked at her and I said, "Uh uh-uh, like, I'm not, mm -mm, I'm not going there. And she was like, you have to. Um, I was just like, no, I'm not, I'm definitely not ready to have her because Amelia and Addie were late. You know, there were, one was a week late and one was nine days late. So in my mind, I'm like, my babies are late. So she's definitely not coming early. So anyways, um, send me to labor and delivery at Lodi Memorial and they check me out and I'm there for a while. Me and Bobby are there. And it comes back down and she's, she's like, you know, the nurse says, I'm, I'm going to check with the doctor, show her your numbers. And they sent me home. Well, that night I was just feeling super off and I had a headache and, um, I didn't have headaches throughout this pregnancy at all. So I told Bobby the next day, like, Hey, like, I'm just, I'm not feeling right. Like, I don't know if maybe my blood pressure is going back up or what's going on. Um, but I think I need to go back in. And so I just, you know, I wanted to go back in just to get, you know, checked out. I'm not thinking like we're having a baby anytime soon still. And so we go and um, it was high again and it wasn't coming back down as fast. And so the doctor comes in and she's like, well, um, I guess we're just going to go ahead and induce you because you're you're full term now and um, we don't want this to get worse. And I started crying my eyes out and I was like, I'm I'm not really like ready for this, you know, and the doctor and the two nurses are just kind of staring at me. And Bobby just tells them like, oh, she's just, you know, shocked and overwhelmed. Like she's okay. And I'm crying and I'm just, I'm terrified. You know, this whole pregnancy, I wanted this pregnancy to look so different. And I really, really wanted to, uh, to go into labor naturally because I've never done that either. I've always had to be induced Pitocin, just the whole deal. Um, and so when they said I'm being induced, I knew, you know, I'm probably gonna have to get the epidural now because with Pitocin, for any of you who've had Pitocin, I mean, those labor contractions are terrible. So, um, so I think I want to say by the time we finally started, I think that they inserted like the balloon inside of me first. Um, I think they, I think it's like a 12 hour thing. I wish I could remember God. Um, it was just a few months ago, but it was crazy. It was just crazy. It happened so fast. So they answered the, the balloon and then it didn't really do much. They put me on Pitocin. Um, I was doing really good on the Pitocin. Bobby like knows all these great breathing exercises. And so he's breathing or breathing through the contractions. Um, and I was still trying to not get the epidural, but I knew that I probably needed it because with Addie, with my last baby, um, I had a really big blood clot like stuck inside of me. And so after she was born in 2016, they had to, you know, give me the shot to try to stop the bleeding. And I was bleeding a lot. And finally the doctor came back in and did a sweep inside of me and took out, you know, the blood clots. And so my doctor thought that's probably going to happen again. And so um, I'm in labor for 24 hours and they finally break my water and my doctor looks at me and she's like, Hey, you've been on Pitocin, you know, all day. I know you don't want the epidural, but you've had no pain meds. You've been a champ. Like just give yourself a break. Just get the epidural. And I'm like, fine, you know, let's, let's do it. So I had the epidural the last, you know, I think two and a half hours of my, my labor. I think it ended up being like 20, 27 hours from start to finish. So it wasn't too bad. Um, Got the epidural. Um, Bella's, oh, I guess I should back up. I forgot about the whole other like scariest part of this. So her head, she was like kind of tilted. So her head wasn't in my birth canal. 
Um, luckily I hadn't, you know, had the epidural. And so all day long, basically they were making me do like different positions, like on my knees, hanging over the bed. They brought the peanut ball in. Um, it's shaped, you know, it's shaped like a peanut. I had to put my legs on it and do all these different positions. Cause the goal was to, um, move her, her head into my birth canal. And the doctor prepped me on the possibility of an emergency C-section, which was like, you know, freaking horrifying to me. Like the thought of an emergency C-section was terrifying. So, um, all day, the day that I labor, the day she was born, it was May 19th. Um, what's wrong, baby? Go on, um, so that whole day, that's what we were working on. Um, and I was frightened, you know, I, I really, I've never had a C-section. I didn't want to go through a C-section. My sister went through an emergency C-section last year and it was super traumatic and it's just, it's so scary. So anyways, I forgot that was like the whole anxiety of the day, but, uh, we were positive and hopeful and I prayed so hard and we did all the positions. And as I'm going through these terrible contractions, like Bobby and my sister were both there and they were just, they were so great with me getting me through the contractions and, uh, respecting my decision to not get the epidural soon. And, and it was great. So, um, they checked me finally towards, you know, the end before she popped, um, the bag and Bella moved into the birth canal. And so the whole C-section thing was, um, out the window. And I was so thankful because I was telling God like, uh, uh, like I'm not having a C-section. So we got to figure this out. So that was wonderful. Um, but broke my water. Obviously everything sped up after that. I think after I got the epidural, I slept for maybe 30 minutes. Um, and then it was like around 7 PM. Oh my God. What time was she born? I can remember all this for my other two, but she was born at like seven something in the evening. Um, and so I pushed through three contractions and out she came and sure enough, there was bleeding and the doctor had to go back in and do, you know, a sweep and take out blood clots. And that was super painful. Even with the epidural, you can feel it. Um, it's really scary if you have any history of hemorrhaging or bleeding or, or anything like that. I really, as soon as Bella came out and they put her on me, I really couldn't enjoy that moment until I knew I was okay. And so I kept asking the doctor like, Hey, are you, are you sure I'm good? And she's like, yep, we're just working on things. And she kept reassuring me and telling me how great I did. And, um, you know, finally I was able to calm down and look at Bella and, um, you know, all my fears of feeling like, how am I going to, you know, love another baby, especially a baby that I wasn't really ready for in any capacity. Um, I have a lot of insecurity about how I do babies because, you know, I'll share later on my postpartum, um, journey with, with Addie, um, kind of traumatized me. And so I was super concerned about my connection with Bella. And when she was born, I was just so in love with her and I felt connected. And I think because I went into it with a positive mindset, I told myself, this is going to be different. You know, it's, it's up to me to make that decision and no matter how hard it is, or how unexpected this pregnancy is. God's with me. He wanted her here for a reason. Um, I, I think I just chose to have a better mindset with her. Um, and she was born perfect. She was uh, 19 inches tall, seven pounds, 14 ounces. So my, my smallest baby, 
um, passed all of her tests right away. My blood pressure went right back down. That wasn't an issue. I really don't feel like they even had to induce me. I think that I could have went longer. Um, she was born at 38 weeks and four days. So, um, it's hard. I, I feel like I could have waited. Um, but it did, it did go great. You know, it, it was a great experience. Lodi Memorial was wonderful. The aftercare, the postpartum care was amazing. We had an amazing nurse. Um, it was good. It was a really positive experience. It was probably my most positive experience. And I feel like, you know, Bobby and I had our babies pretty young and this time we were older and more mature and we've just come out of a season of doing so much recovery work and learning how to breathe and learning how to cope with, you know, anxiety. And, um, this is the first baby we had where Bobby didn't throw up and he did such a great job and he coached me through, you know, my contractions and it was just, it was a beautiful, positive experience. I loved that my sister was there. Um, her reaction to Bella being born was just, it brings tears to my eyes. We have like the cutest pictures of all of our reactions to looking at Bella and, you know, we're all crying and emotional and Carissa's holding my sister, Carissa, she's holding like underneath my head. It's the most like awkward position, but it's like this most loving, adorable picture ever. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was great. And then we stayed at the hospital for 24 hours. And so we left, um, at 7 p.m. like the next night and came home and Addie and Amelia were just so in love with Bella. It was it was so sweet to see their reactions. Um it was it was really beautiful. I cry all the time. So of course I was like crying and super emotional and um you know I remember when um go night night baby. Oh Bella. I remember when we, uh, no, when Amelia came to the hospital to meet Adeline, we have pictures of her and like, she, she was only, she was about to be three. She was 12 days shy of being three years old. And Amelia, there's pictures of her looking at Addie, like, what the hell is this little intruder in my life? You know? And so bringing a baby home to older girls, you know, Amelia's nine and Addie is six. It was so exciting. And my mother-in-law so sweet. She came over and she decorated with balloons um, and the girls made signs that said, welcome home, Bella. It was so cute. My mom and dad and grandma stayed here all weekend with um, my girls and my sister's kids and watched them so that we could, you know, all be together when Bella was born. And it was just a really, it was a positive experience all around. And I was so grateful. Um, it has been such a big adjustment because when you're, you know, when you kind of get out of that realm where you are sleeping better and you don't have a young kid, a young baby to take care of. You know, I'm used to my girls like, Hey, get out of my room. Like give me and your dad some privacy and just kind of telling them to do their own thing. You know, it's a huge adjustment to have a baby again. And, um, it's, it's been a lot. It's been really hard. I think that I'm definitely more patient now and I'm more grateful for this season in life and I'm embracing it. And I'm, you know, I'm 99% sure that, this is our last baby. Um, I don't, I don't think my body can do another baby. And I feel like I've been so blessed that all three of the girls are so healthy and so smart. And I, I don't know if I want to even risk having another one. Um, I've always kind of heard this theme where it's like, you know, the third pregnancy kind of does you in. And I definitely feel that way with Bella where it's like, 
yeah, I have no motivation to do anything but just keep the baby alive right now. And it's hard because before I just kind of bounced back, you know, my body bounced back. I lost the baby weight without trying. It was just, it was a lot simpler. And this time around, it's like, oh man, I've, I've lost like no weight and I don't care. And I, I don't really want to start exercising again. I don't really care what I look like. I just kind of want to enjoy my baby and, and be in love with her and embrace these moments with her. And it's just, it's completely different for me. I don't know if that's been other women's experience, but it's like the first two or I don't know. It, it was just a little different for me. This third one has really been a whole different experience. Um, and I'm grateful in some ways. I'm, I'm scared in other ways. It's like, am I going to feel motivated again? What do I do to feel motivated? People say, well, you can't wait for motivation. You just have to do it. And it's like, yeah, that's not, that's not working for me this time around. So I mean, she's only 11 weeks old, so I, I do need to give myself a break. But when you have older kids and you have responsibilities and you have a whole life, it is hard to just enjoy the time with your baby. It's just not that simple. Taking kids to school and back and sports and extracurricular activities and church and just all the things that we do. um, It's hard. But overall, my birth with Bella was probably my best. Super thankful and grateful that it went well. Um, have no complaints. Lodi Memorial was so amazing. All the nurses and doctors and everybody there was incredible. I had, um, Dr. Gill's office and, uh, Dr. Campbell delivered Bella and oh my God, if you can get Dr. Campbell, it sucks. Cause you don't really have a choice. You kind of see all the doctors there, but she was just, oh my God, she was amazing. Loved her. I thought she was wonderful. Um, yeah, so that's that really sums it up. Bella's healthy and perfect. Um, she has cute blue eyes right now. I don't know if they'll change, but I've never had a baby with colored eyes. So we were super excited to see her colored eyes. She has more hair than the other girls had, so that's cute too. She smiles all the time. She's like, she will smile at everybody. Um, she laughs in her sleep. She's She's very sweet. She loves her baths. Adorable baby. I feel very connected to her. I don't feel postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. I mean, like I said in my last podcast, I feel like I still struggle with the things I've struggled with my whole life. Um, But overall, Bella's presence in my life has been positive and I'm so glad she's here. And I know a lot of people took offense to me calling her my oopsie baby, but I mean, facts are facts. She's my oopsie baby, but she's the biggest blessing ever. And I just adore her. Um, and I'm excited for my friends and people to come over and meet her. I feel like the first couple months, um, I've really just kind of been to myself cause the doctor told us that there was all these weird viruses going around and I actually was very sick the last month of my pregnancy and then got sick again a week after she was born and was in and out of the ER and having just a lot of issues. And so my family got hit with just months and months of these back-to-back viruses And we're not a family that gets sick often. So it was, it's been really hard. Luckily, we've been feeling better the past month. I think the summer and the heat kind of helps that. But um, I am excited for more people to come meet Bella. And um, yeah, she's adorable. Thank you guys for listening to my birth story. Not too exciting, pretty simple and to the point. 
but um but it was a great experience it, it really was and I really enjoyed it and I'm really looking forward to hearing some of your birth stories because I know there's some really incredible ones out there and we are going to be having some home birth stories freaking crazy I could never do it but I know women who have and it's uh it's pretty amazing. I've already heard the stories and I'm excited to share it with you guys too. Um, so thank you for listening. Have a great day until next time.